Welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast, where we unpack what it's really going to take to close the gender gap in the workplace. Here is your host, leadership coach and diversity consultant, Andrea Jansen. Hello and welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast. I am Andrea Jansen and today is the last day of school. So that means my son got his report card and all the comments from his teacher. And the cool thing that I like about report cards is it is the opportunity to track progress. So for my son specifically, uh, reading was something that was important for him. Uh, he is in grade one. And our teacher, his teacher told us that he is now reading at a 19 level, which I have no idea what that means. But midway through the year, he was at a 14. And at the beginning of the year, he was at an eight. So to me, that shows that he's progressing. He's getting better at reading. He's more capable. And the teacher said to just keep doing what we're doing. And I love this concept of tracking progress because it's just an opportunity to figure out what is working and if it is to keep doing it. And if it wasn't working, so if he was still at a level eight reading level, that would give us the opportunity as parents to try something new. Maybe there's a new technique. Maybe he needs some extra help. Maybe there's something going on and we can try something else to try to get his reading to progress. For school, we're really comfortable with the idea of tracking our kids' progress. But when it comes to diversity initiatives, the idea of setting goals or targets, it makes everybody super uncomfortable. Whenever I bring it up in a conversation, people are like, no, we can't. And it spurs up these images of people getting put into positions when they're not ready or giving people responsibilities or jobs that they're not qualified of doing just to meet that diversity target. And this view of setting a goal for diversity is really limited because that isn't really the goal to put people in positions when they're not ready. The goal of having diversity initiatives is to have better ideas, different ways of thinking, new ways of looking at situations and having people work together so that it literally brings out the best in everybody. So I wanna challenge this idea of setting a goal for diversity because I think about it as a way to create a plan, as an opportunity to get curious and ask questions and figure out a way to move forward. And setting a target gives you the opportunity to work backwards and come up with a plan. It gives you the opportunity to look at your pipeline and see where you're at and see what you need to do to reach that goal. It will also help you to decide what kind of diversity programs you wanna run, where you wanna start, what do you wanna do? And if you don't have a goal, it's really easy to get overwhelmed and try to take on too much or start a program and it may not even give you results because if you're not tracking anything, you're not gonna really know whether it's working or not. So I wanna take a minute to read an excerpt from the Women in the Workplace 2008 report, which was done by McKinsey and the organization Lean In. And this is what they said. And this data is from the US, but I would not be surprised if we saw the same thing in Canada because a lot of other studies show that the workplace is really similar in the US and Canada. So this is what it said. 
Experts agree that articulating a business case, setting goals, and reporting on progress, and rewarding success are key to driving organizational change. When it comes to gender diversity, more companies need to put these practices in place. Only 38% of companies set targets for gender representation, even though setting goals is the first step toward achieving any business priority. Only 12% share a majority of gender diversity metrics with their employees, even though transparency is a helpful way to signal a company's commitment to change. Only 42% hold senior leaders accountable for making progress toward gender parity, and even fewer hold managers and directors accountable. Yet, it's hard to imagine a groundswell of change when leaders aren't formally expected to deliver it. Whoa. So in a nutshell, this research is telling us that nobody is really being held accountable to get results for gender diversity initiatives in many of these organizations. And only a tiny percentage of organizations are actually sharing their metrics with employees. So what happens when organizations say that gender diversity matters, but don't actually follow through with setting a goal or sharing numbers is that employees think it's just hearsay. They say it's all talk and no action, and they don't really believe that their company is invested in diversity. It's kind of like when there's no goal, there is no accountability, and you're not really sure what you're trying to accomplish. And when you don't know what you're trying to accomplish, you usually don't accomplish it because you don't know what you're striving for, you don't know what the end goal is, And like this research said, most businesses set goals and set targets for profit, for employee engagement, for all these other things, but they're not setting goals for gender diversity. And when you don't set a goal, let's be honest, like you don't achieve it. So we're not going to make progress towards equality in the workplace if we're not setting goals and coming up with a plan to make that goal happen. So the World Economic Forum started tracking the gender gap all over the world in 2006. And I find this really interesting. It is a very long report. They measure lots of different things, but one of them is the gender gap in the workplace. And this is so great because we can look back and see how far we've come. Well, actually, we haven't come very far. This is the unfortunate thing about this study. But this knowledge is so powerful because it's telling us that the way that we've been doing things over the past 12 years from when they started tracking this isn't actually doing much to to progress things in the workplace. So in 2006 in Canada, what they found for economic participation and opportunity, so that is the workplace, we indexed at 73% for women. So that would mean uh, at 100% would be equal. 73% is the gap is 27%. So there's a bit, there's a gap between economic participation and opportunity for men and women in Canada in 2006. When they did the study again in 2018, that number was 74.8. So that means we improved by 1.8% over 12 years. So that is not 1.8% per year, that is 1.8% over the 12 years. So we really haven't seen a lot of progress in closing the gender gap in the workplace 
in Canada. In the US, it's not much different. So in 2006, it was 75.9% and in 2018, it was 78.2. So that is a 2.3% improvement over 12 years. So we're not really moving the needle, despite the fact that so many organizations have invested in women's leadership initiatives. So what we're doing is not working. So not setting goals is a big part of it because we've been scared of it or for whatever reason, we haven't really set a target. And when you don't set a target, these numbers are telling us you're not going to reach the target. You're going to come you're going to get that 1.8 or that 2.3% improvement over 12 years. And that is not good enough for me because that means that we will not see parity in North America in 167 years. So I will not be alive then. My daughter will not be alive then. So what can we do, right? It's a little bit overwhelming to learn about these numbers and really kind of set out to set a goal because it is really uncomfortable. We're talking about something that nobody really talks about at work and it's really hard to know where to start. And I want to encourage you to kind of stop overanalyzing things, stop trying to make it complicated and really just start by getting curious. Because I want to be honest in that nobody has figured this out yet. There is not one cookie cutter approach or process that one company has done that you can just apply at another one that is magically going to close the gender gap in the workplace. This is something that is real. It's alive today. So the best way to move forward is to just get curious and ask a lot of questions, investigate and get creative. Because if we're not, we're going to keep seeing progress at 2% over 12 years and and things aren't going to get better in our generation and it's not going to really be much better for the next generation of women who are going to be entering the workforce. So the best way you can get started is find out what your numbers are in your company. Find out how many women are even in your organization. Get curious about what departments they are in. How long does it take a man on average to get their first promotion? How long does it take a woman? What does your senior leadership team look like? How does that shape up? And what about the other levels below them? What about the entry level positions? Is that pipeline equal? Like who's coming in to work at your company? Just get really curious and take a step back and look at how your company is represented. And then I want you to think about where to get started. Choose somewhere to start first. You can't boil the ocean. This is a big, complicated, elephant-sized problem. So you eat an elephant one bite at a time. So look, where could you have the biggest impact? Is it hiring? Do you need more women in the company? Or is it getting more women promoted to that first level of leadership? Or is it your executive team? Do you need to have a woman have some more diversity on your leadership team? So just look and see where's the best place to start? Where will we have the biggest impact? And then next, I want you to set a goal. Think about a goal that you can set. And maybe you are listening and you are a middle manager and you don't have control over the big goals for the organization, but you could set a goal for your department. Don't overthink it. Don't stress about it. Just set it. 
And hear me out for a minute, because the cool thing about setting a goal is that it gets you moving. It gets you started and it gives you a direction and it gives you something to strive for. So maybe it is that, you know what, I want to get more women promoted to that first level of leadership. So what does that mean? Do you need to expand your hiring practices? Do you need to be more aware of what people on your team bring to the table? Do you need to get to know more people in your organization so that you could bring them onto your team? So just figure out where you want to start and then come up with a plan to move forward. So maybe it's your executive team. Maybe you want to have two more women on it within the next five years. That's a great goal. So once you've set that goal, throw it, throw it out there and work backwards. So what needs to happen to reach that goal? And don't get super stressed out about this. Just think about being curious. So this gives you the opportunity to look at your talent pipeline. How is that? Who's there? Um, Do you have people there that you can develop that will be ready for that position in five years to fill those positions? If yes, what do you need to do to support those people? If no, if you have no pipeline, what other options do you have? Maybe you need to set the timeline to be even longer. Maybe it's seven years. Or maybe you decide that you need to recruit somebody externally and get them in there within two years and then aim to promote someone internally within seven years. And the idea is to just get really curious and creative with coming up with ways to move forward because the key is to take action and move forward. Have a plan and execute it and check in. So the thing I love about having a goal or having a target is that it forces you to check in. So if your goal is seven years down the road, it gives you the opportunity in three years to check in and say, hey, how are we doing? Are we on track? Are we not on track? Should we keep doing what we're doing? Is it working? Is it moving us towards that goal? Or maybe three years down the road, it's not. And that's your opportunity to try something else. Get even more curious and come up with a new plan. So those are all the benefits of having a goal. So when you don't have a goal, the thing is, it's pretty much guaranteed that you are not going to make progress. Because if you look at the World Economic Gender Gap Report findings, the progress that we've made over the past 12 years has been very minimal. And if you look at that data that the Women in the Workplace 2018 report showed us, is that most companies are not setting goals for diversity. And if companies are not setting goals for diversity, it's showing that we're not actually making progress. So we're not really moving forward. And another thing to highlight here is that when you don't have a goal, you will be using resources on programs that may not actually be working. Like you may have spent five years on a women's mentorship program or a leadership program or something to try to make the workplace better for women, but because you weren't measuring it and because there wasn't a goal that you were working towards, you don't know if it actually worked. So you don't know if there was a return on that investment. And there has been some recent research that shows that a lot of women's leadership programs that have been invested in over the past 12 years 
aren't actually helping to move the needle. And I explained this in episode one of this podcast. So if you're interested in hearing about women's leadership programs and why kind of the approach that's been taken in the past actually hasn't helped us to make progress, you can go back and listen to that first episode on the podcast. So So what happens if you set a big goal for your organization for gender diversity and you don't reach it, right? You might be thinking that looks really bad. I don't want to do that. I'm not sure if this is going to work, so I can't set this goal. Yes, it's absolutely. These things could possibly happen, but I want to shift that mindset and I want to look at it as an opportunity. So if you do set a goal and you don't reach it, It's an opportunity to tweak things, to get more curious about what you did, to ask more questions about why it didn't work, and maybe what are the things that you need to do to move forward. It forces you to get creative because the alternative is not having a goal. And if you don't have a goal, you really don't have that opportunity to check in. You don't have that opportunity to really see if you got a return on your investment on the things that you've been spending your time and your resources in, and there's no way to see if it actually works, if you should continue doing that. So really, when you have a goal, it's beautiful because it gives you that opportunity to check in and say, you know what, is this moving us towards our goal, where we want to be? And if not, it's the opportunity to get curious. And if you didn't set that goal, you really lose out on that opportunity to get curious and to understand and to ask more questions. So to sum it up, setting a goal or a target for diversity is really an excuse for you to get curious about what is happening in your organization and really start to understand how the gender gap shows up in your company. It's an opportunity for you to create a plan and be really strategic about where you're going to invest resources in. It also creates accountability and it gives you a way forward and an opportunity to check in and really measure and celebrate what you've done. If you're ready to get curious and want to learn about how the gender gap shows up in your workplace, I would love to help you. I have a free workbook. It is called How to Make the Workplace Better for Women Without Excluding Men. And it is really a curiosity starter. It's a way for you to look at your company and not be overwhelmed and really just get curious about how the gender gap shows up in your company and what you can do to get started having these conversations and bringing up the topic and figuring out what your role can be in making the workplace better for everybody. So if you want to get it, you can download it from my website. It is andreajansen.com slash workplace. That is andreajansen.com slash workplace. And you can download it and really get started on figuring out what it looks like at your company, and what you can do to be a gender diversity champion. And if you're listening to this podcast and you like it, I would love it if you could subscribe. So pause the episode right now, hit subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you feel like giving me some love today, I would love to have a review. Having reviews on my podcast helps other people learn about it and helps me to keep moving forward and creating content for you. So thank you for listening and I hope you have a fabulous day.